from the F3 Nation podcast studios. I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. This is the COT Podcast. Connecting the packs of F3 Nation through fitness, fellowship, and faith. I'm Sean McKinley, 40 Denali. Denali. Scott Gordon. Package. Trip plan. 30. Bogey. Bogey. 46. Turnpike. Turnpike. COT Podcast starts right now. Shut up and sit down. February 2021 coming at you. I woke up this morning wondering had I done this, had I been here before, <laughs> and I realized in some way, shape, or form, I guess I have. What's up, everybody? Your boy, Hello Kitty. You are listening to the Circle of Trust podcast, my brother across the digital divide, none other than Jamie Vance Roseboro, better known in the F3 gloom as Rapido. And good morning, good morning, my friend, my friend. What's up? Good morning, brother. Did you uh, did you see your shadow in the gloom this morning? I saw I saw some sweat. I saw some dudes running. I saw a couple little little snowflakes. The guys up in the northeast are like pipe it. <laughs> we got eight to nine <laughs> yeah, inches coming in. Uh, but I had a sneaky. He didn't say it was a Groundhog's Day cue, but I then noticed as I was on my fourth lap of the same exact set of exercises and laps that maybe my man F three Kermit had some underlying Groundhog's Day theme to what we were doing at my AO of choice this morning. And and I know that you got up and got after it with none other than him that he is, Prodigal, also known as Portugal in some circles. And uh, how are things over in your neck of the woods? Yeah, it was good. We did a little EC ruck. We had five on the EC ruck, got in almost three miles um, just before the beat down. And this is a... um, I don't, I don't use the word low impact, right? But it's low mileage. Yeah. Like we don't do yeah. a lot of running at this AO on Tuesday mornings. And so, yeah, Prodigal came in and hit us with the Tabata beatdown style. So there was a lot of reps, a lot of repetition uh, made it hard for me to Had some wash tunes. my you hair some tunes a little while ago. Have some tunes? Had some tunes, Dave, of course, live. There were some tracks that, you know, I think Nothing we might listen to one song to for like real hard, 30. like tripping Billy. So I'll tell you that much. Yeah. Or so, satellite. So pass the edibles so we can get on with this workout. Um, I want Dave deep cuts only. <laughs> deep cuts only. Oh, these were deep tracks. This was live from like some show and who knows where in, you know, yeah. 2002. I love it. Um, but it was great. It was a great Good. group this morning and uh, a lot of fellowship, a lot of laughter. Um, it was It was invigorating, I would say. Very blessed to uh, have at our uh, fingertips and within five, six mile radius of where both of us live, high tempo, regular boot camp, uh, low mileage, high rep kind of workouts, rucks, uh, mm-hmm. beautiful, man, beautiful options abound and uh, and hope the same is in your region. If not, uh, get to explore and see, uh, see what might potentially be out there. We're here to share the news of the F3 Nation as we roll into the month of February here. And we got a lot to get to, including an awesome guest, Tommy Boy, going to dial in from Greensboro. We teased this up last week when we read the F3 Greensboro Statement of Unity and those guys just doing incredible, impactful work in their local community uh, to ensure that F3 not only is free, uh, but is open to all men. And so we're really excited about that. He'll join us in a few uh, minutes. We've got a couple of updates to get to. And my friend, if you happen to listen to the Roundtable podcast last week, as we were hyping our man Maximus, I highly recommend the packs of the F3 Nation 
uh, tune into that. Maximus has been doing some incredible writing uh, yeah, on has. the F3 Forts page. Uh, care to guess we might try to fold him into some more external affairs on behalf of the nation. Just Might need to get him Max. on the payroll. <laughs> right. uh, hope you like working for free. Right. Um, but, uh, but some good stuff there. So recommend you guys go talk about that. They're talking about accelerating in the other podcast worlds. Uh, 43 feet, if you've been seeing on the Twitter, has got a reboot coming up in the next few weeks. But in the meantime, we've been re-releasing the main four quadrants. And this week, we've got a fan favorite. Came in on the request dial. Could you guys chop up? Give me the substantive portion of the Accountability Podcast, episode 99. It's a good one. The one the packs often gravitate to. So that's going to drop tomorrow. 43 feet refresh. And... My man, pick up the six. Atari is East Coast this week. He's at the oh. uh, 1.0's house. So pure lead, cueing a pick up the six episode this morning. That is excellent. Highly recommend. Oh, I saw it, check it. it hit the uh, podcast feed on the Love Nation the channel, but I haven't listened to it yet. Well, they have in Puget Sound what they call Extreme Week, and Pure <laughs> Lead is uh, giving you some info. Yeah, you're that. supposed Atari, to say it like that. If I you have to. You can only if you're going to say it. You can only say it that way atari back east he's hanging out in snack town for a few weeks eating chips and pretzels and making some a little snow up that way in old pennsylvania they got, they got he sent a picture the other day and it looked like they had almost a foot probably at the point it came in so they're going to be up Should there and uh, doing those things maybe if he hears this highly encourage a pick up the six from snack town yeah seems like that's some low-hanging fruit up that way. And dude, we got some grow rucks coming up. We've been talking yes, about the last few weeks. We got a busy schedule. If I'm not mistaken, three grow rucks in the span of five weeks. We did. Basically do. starting in late April, carrying us carrying us into May. And on the horizon are the highly accelerating hymn of St. Louis. And they're coming in up July, in I believe. July. So yeah. my man GMO, uh, who is a dude of all dudes in all seriousness. He is a beast. A beast. You want him on your platoon, I'll put it that way. Yes, sir. Uh, He called into the COT hotline. As you men know, that number's 844-4COT-PACS. It's how you get on this show. And GMO's got an update from Grow Ruck St. Louis coming at you. Hello, Kitty and Rapido Rapido. This is GMO. I'm calling in to give a hearty invite to the nation for Grow Ruck 23 in St. Louis, July 16th through the 18th. St. Louis in July, you ask? Yeah, it'll be hot. Yes, we will hydrate. And yes, you will survive the extra suck and you will accelerate. If you plan on going shirtless like Kurds of KC, you might want to upgrade to the Rucker 3.0. It's patent pending for how you like to roll. We're famous for the Gateway Arch, the St. Louis Cardinals, the Blues, Gooey Butter Cake, and Toasted Raviolis. St. Louis was a gateway to westward expansion for the Lewis and Clark Expedition. Our Grow Ruck rallying cry is gateway to acceleration. Whatever it. your journey, Ooh. whatever mountain you're trying to climb, the cadres and the packs of St. Louis will help you go further than you even thought possible. Blistex is our event queue, and our local boy, Beans, is our host queue. Meet us in St. Louis, Louis for a good old-fashioned Midwestern kick in the arse. All right, packs of the nation, I gots to go. GMO out bro that sounds listen all these grow rucks are going to be epic this year but if i know anything about gmo and the guys in the ground in st louis yep. that sounds epic and gateway to acceleration incredible fantastic can't wait who to see the, are shirt. the ad wizards who came up with that one 
Who knows? And I gotta, I gotta circle back with GMO because um, I used to go to St. Louis quite a bit and over to O'Fallon, Illinois, to Scott Air Force Base in there a you go. previous life. There you go. And I've had all Illinois. the good trappings of the area, except I don't know what this butter cake is. Ah, so listen, there's a few little tidbits. You know the you know, the, the toasted ravs and the, the cornmeal crusted pizza right? crust and all so, those things. You know, you you take me to Calico's in downtown St. Louis before a Cardinals game. We got a couple Budweisers and some toasted raviolis. We're yeah. in business. You go out to the Hill neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Oh, they got this place. If it's still there, I don't know if it is. You know, we lived there for five years and we were downstate Illinois. Giantoni's. I once got a tomahawk veal steak in there. It's one of the <laughs> best things I ever ate in my entire life. So That's the awesome. veal salt and buca on a tomahawk. Legit. That Legit. is Legit. I'm starving. Next level. I'm starving. Yeah. I am this morning. <laughs> I'm hungry now. <laughs> no, I haven't eaten since 8 p.m. yesterday. Now I'm talking about veal salt and buca tomahawk shake steaks, and I'm starving. All right, let's pivot off of this so we can keep Butter this going. Cake. Let's bring in our brother from Greensboro, as we talked about before. Tommy Boy joins the show, and welcome to the COT podcast, Tommy Boy. What's up? Hey, gentlemen. Thanks for having me, guys. Appreciate hey, it. Hey, man. You get some hunger pangs? Yeah, I wish I would have brought my uh, my suitcase to pack that tomahawk in. That's no joke. <laughs> Thanks for that. We had gone um, out there for, God, what year was it, man? It, it might have been a five-year wedding anniversary would probably be my guess. And we spent the weekend out there. Em and I used to, we were two hours from St. Louis, so I used to go over there quite a bit. Pre-kids, off mm-hmm. days were Wednesdays and Thursdays in the TV biz. So that meant a Wednesday night Cardinals game was was on the menu for us most most times. Uh, yeah, we're in the midst of, uh, there's about 30 of us in the middle of a nutrition weight loss challenge. And so this is poorly timed. Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, I would not recommend uh, eating a pound of veal at this point. Likely not something you would need uh, to do. And then all the other accoutrements that came with it. All right, let's talk about more serious matters, but fun at hand as well. And if you guys have not tuned into the Roundtable podcast where Tommy Boy was on a few weeks ago, I highly recommend it. Because what we don't need to do today is rehash all of that. Because something's happened since then that we think is pretty special and cool. And that's why we invited you on to talk about it. But you go in depth with C-SPAN talking about the real impact that you guys are trying to and having in Greensboro. And the context of all that is you are one of uh, the epicenters of racial equality, uh, of seeing injustice, and of also this continued fight to ensure that the playing field gets leveled across our country. And I think you guys are taking Uh, You take all five core principles to heart, but really this open to all men is something that we've seen acceleration and leadership from in the men in Greensboro. So before we talk about what you've recently done, give us a little context of that, because yesterday's February 1st, we take time to remember the Greensboro Four and those brave uh, North Carolina natives and folks that lived in Greensboro that were ready to step up for what was right for racial equality, to take a seat at that Woolworths counter, to do what was right and to lead in that effort. And we've come a long way in that time, but we still have a long way to go. So before we talk about what you guys have recently done in, in your next phase of this and something Rapido and I mentioned on the show last week, give us a little bit of context as to the history in and around Greensboro and how it is impacting and affecting F3. Yeah, the, the easiest way and the quickest way to get through it is um, we talk about high impact men all the time in F3 and Four high-impact men 61 years ago decided that um, it wasn't okay to, to deal with segregation. They wanted to do what they could to peacefully end it. So they walked from North Carolina A&T's campus to a Woolworths uh, on, the, on the main street here in Greensboro and sat down at a lunch counter that they weren't supposed to be sitting at. 
Um, and that movement continued for a long, long, long time. Um, in fact, one of my favorite parts of the story is when college was coming to an end, there was concern as to how this movement was going to continue. And so Dudley High School students stepped up and said, hey, if you're going to have to head out of town for summer break, we're going to continue this momentum for you. Mm -hmm. And so you want to talk about what we're doing in F3 and, and about leaving right? Um, yeah. What yeah. a heck of a way to leave right and pass the baton to the next generation. Um, as it so happens, Dudley High School is where we launched uh, F3 Wakanda, which um, I like to say it gave us the first opportunity to, to make F3 Greensboro available to all men in our community. The key there, proximity, mm -hmm. right? Going mm -hmm. to where people are versus, well, yeah, we're open to all men. Come come on, come to us. Yep. Talk to me a little bit about that. Yeah, I, yeah. so over the past several weeks, I've had opportunities to con converse with other Nantans, other guys who have it on their heart to, uh, to make their region of F3 look like their community, yeah. um, which is great. Ultimately, what word comes up in that conversation is we want to diversify. Uh, we want to get more diverse. I would argue right now, if anybody wants to talk about um, doing just that, I would love to have that conversation with you and put you in touch with other guys in our region um, that were that were incremental and instrumental in, in making that happen. I would coach you away from the word diversity. Um, it's not inherently a bad word at all. Certainly, it's not the it's not a good word per se inherently either. It's just the wrong word. Um, the right word is: Are you making F three accessible to all mm. men? Uh, are you pursuing? the men that you want to be in your packs. And that, that changes breaking, the whole perspective. Are, Just that right. dialogue change, that, that vocabulary change shifts everything that you're going to try to attempt. You know, you're breaking down barriers, uh, whether that be physical uh, or emotional barriers, right? Are, are you opening your heart up? Are you opening yourselves up? And are you putting yourselves into communities where you can go deeper uh, into that? You know, I just showed you as we're uh, on audio today, a picture that sits not but five feet from my desk, which is the shot there. And there are a few different famous pictures from those sit-ins, but this is the one where the four gentlemen are sort of looking back over their shoulder at that Woolworths counter. And, and that sits not but five feet from my desk and very related to the mammon work that I do at our organization here. So, so all that's incredibly important. And again, I know you and C-SPAN really dug into a lot of that and spoke at length about all of that, but, but something that's happened since that interview was the men of Greensboro kind of rallied together around a statement of unity. And it's nothing mm -hmm. to surplant uh, the five core principles. In fact, if anything, I think it is a compliment and adds to them. Uh, and so we read them last week. Let me read them to you, Tommy boy, and then tell us how, how you got there. Uh, yeah, that's so what here I'm they curious. Are. Yeah, treat people with respect, practice and promote self-reflection, seek to understand others' experiences. So tell us how we got there. Yeah, so the role of the Nantan, right, is to kind of be the, the guru, so to speak, of all things F3 and, and to try to do his best um, each and every day to, to move guys towards, towards their ultimate self, right, towards their, their, their best version of them. Um, the way I put it is my job as Nantan is to remove any obstacle from a guy who's trying to accelerate. And uh, end of the year, you know, November, December, January, there was this thing called an election that happened. <laughs> um, there are a lot of tempers flaring, a lot of a little tuned up on it, yeah. <laughs> caught some attention. Yeah. I, um, in short realized that I was doing less and less of obstacle moving, mm. um, and was doing a lot more kind of, um, back padding slash reprimanding slash what does any of this have to do with talking about invigorating male community leadership? Um, 
And it kind of came to a head. So, you know, I hope I say all these things and it's resonating with other regions um, that might have struggled with guys and different opinions. And, and um, you know, we saw it kind of flare up at times, uh, of course, only on social media, not face to face. And uh, right, right. Enough, enough was enough. I, right? I would so, think we I would I'm not going to assume all of us have, but I would assume the majority of us listening today have seen that and, and seen yeah. it starting to permeate into our close group. And been mm-hmm. concerned. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it um, it started to hog a lot of attention. Everything from workouts to COTs to uh, my shield lock. I can only speak to my shield lock, but certainly kept coming up there. Yeah, um, and and stealing the show. And so that was that's deceleration. Um, and so we wanted to get back into the business of accelerating. Um, and and our our share leadership team got together. And I have to give credit to um, to Patch, who is now our new weasel shaker. Previously was running shenanigans. Um, had overheard some comments that he wasn't okay with and um, gave me a call. And out of that birthed about five hours of work with the share leadership team and, and the statement that you read last week um, and these, these three simple expectations. Um, and like you said, and you said it perfectly, it's a, it's a nice undertone and a, a complimentary piece to everything that is our mission, our five core principles and our credo. Here's what I love um, about this, right? Here's here's one of the, I mean, I love a lot about it. Don't get me wrong. But I love that it's something that spurs up in the hearts of your men locally. And it is specific to you. Now, I could see other regions taking these three and be like, we're going to use them too because they're so good. <laughs> but but it also is, nobody told you to do that. Nobody asked you to do that. It, it, it ain't anything you have to do. It's just something that that spurred up together. And I, and I tip the cap to you on having the awareness to realize there is so much coming at all of us from all these different mm-hmm. directions. And sometimes it feels like I can't be on a social media platform without seeing all this other stuff. However, yep. if we're going to walk the walk of what we're talking about, let's put some pieces in place that give us some internal guardrails to this special thing that we love so much that we won't let go down that road. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I sit here looking at Rapido and, you know, Rapido and I spent time under a log. And to me, it's the same thing. Like the log isn't going to go away. Um, Mm. The Internet chatter isn't going to go away. So you can either hide away from it, which is counterproductive, or you can deal with it together. Yep. Um, And so to me, it was like this is an opportunity to deal with it Uh, in a a positive way. You know, if if we're going to practice F3, if we're going to you know practice leadership and read the books and discuss QSource, well, that's all well and good, but if you're not if you're not going to get out there and get after it and and use those tools, then you're just having a kind of a a book study or a book club, right? But this yep, was an opportunity to, to to kind of come for to, from to look for where we came from and use it to get where we want to go, and from it came these three statements, and it's it's kind of funny. Two of them, um, you know, I'm called Tommy Boy because I have an improv comedy background, and two of them treat people with respect and seek to understand others' experiences are, are fundamentals of improvisation. But the, the middle one to me um, is what means the most because I am guilty of not self-reflecting. Mm. I don't unpack my bags. And so, you know, December, end of the year, my, I wake up at two in the morning and my heart's pounding. And all I'm thinking about is the packs and how I've failed them because they're, they're arguing. Um, and that's not fair to anybody. And so if you unpack that baggage and move forward with it, again, you can't ignore the log. You got to deal with the log. Um, that changes everything. 
Yeah, I think one of the most amazing things about this conversation and, and hearing you speak to it and reading the the shenanigans and stuff is just the ability to come together as a leader of the organization there and your shared leadership team coming together to not only one, like begin the process of, okay, we've got a situation acknowledging a problem, acknowledging a, an issue, but taking concerted effort and conscious steps to address it as a shared leadership team because of um, what you guys were seeing were happening amongst folks in EC runs and, you know, the COT, as you mentioned. And I think there's the divisiveness of everything that we find ourselves in, in this constant echo chamber. And it's just mm-hmm. shrouded in noise and you're going to hear what you're going to hear because that's the way things have been engineered, especially if you've watched social dilemma. Um, mm-hmm. But for you guys to take that step forward and that leap forward, when we have not been made aware, I've not been made aware of anybody else being so concerted in their effort and to get down to these three bullet points mm-hmm. about all the things you could have written down about you started at a funnel that was probably a hundred feet wide and you got down to three concise bullets that really hit on everything. They're easy to think about. They're easy to remember and they're easy to put into practice when there's going to be other future disagreements about whatever else. And if you can start from these three spots, it doesn't necessarily matter as you go too. I think it doesn't necessarily matter what you're dealing to implement as you go, which which is right. You know, treat people with respect, check Roger that practice self-reflection. Okay. Let me take a real moment. I mean like real time to -hmm. do it and really seek to understand other people's experience. That's the most challenging one because you can say that I understand you, but really, really try to dig in there. Powerful stuff, man. We can't keep you all day, brother. We got a couple other things to get to. We could keep this conversation going probably for hours. We could Rogan style this thing and maybe someday we do. Um, but but just so thankful, man, for, for the leadership and the work you guys are doing and guys across the nation. Here's the best part. You got a beautiful, you have beautiful resources across this whole thing. You're not by yourself, right? You're not out on an island. I don't care if you're here in North Carolina, if you're all the way out in Monterey, California, right? We can connect together to do these things. Tommy boy, give the guys your info if they want to reach out and talk to you. Cause I know that phone line, email doors always open. Yeah. Uh, Twitter's great. Uh, I mean, I'll say it and spell it. It's funny. haha, but funny is with a pH. So funny. haha is Twitter. Um, I'm at Tommy boy on Slack. Email address is funny haha at Gmail. Uh, and I'm wide open for a phone call. 336-404-3296. Thanks a bunch guys. I appreciate being with you. It's good to see you, man. Always. One of the best beards in all of F3 Nation, (laughs) and you can't find a better guy, more committed to ensuring that we leave no man behind, but we leave no man where we found him. Tommy Boy, greatly appreciate you coming on the show today. Let's take a quick break, my brother. Uh, That was... I'm telling you, man, we could probably talk to him for, I know I want to talk to him some more. There's a lot, there's a lot to, and I like how he, the, the unpack your bags, right? You talk about unpacking things and you talk about baggage, but unpacking your bags. Mm -hmm. That's a, I don't know why I've never heard that before, but that's a great way to put things. That's exactly right. All right. Let's I got a lot up. of bags, Brian. Bro, carrying a lot of bags, but you can't carry them all by yourself. Nope. That's why you've got to unpack some along the way. Else them lighter. you'll be schlepping them forever, right? And, yeah, because I don't want to be carrying those and a log. Yeah. And you know what? Sometimes you're going to have to give your bag to your brother, right? And let him carry it for you a little this bit. This is true. As well. All right. Let's check in with Bones. He's talking about getting a little sleep, talking about bedtime. Here's your health tip with Bones. Check it out. 
Hello, COT Podcast. It's another great day for wellness. This is Bones with a health tip for the packs of F3 Nation. When it comes to performing your best in the gloom, nothing plays a bigger role than the rest and recovery that you had prior to posting. In other words, how well you slept the night before. Sleep is important to our health. It is our body's opportunity to recover from the strain and stress that we put on it during the day. Failure to allow enough time for sleep, or if your sleep is poor, will result in fatigue, loss of motivation, and an overall decrease in performance. Implementing strategies to improve your quality of sleep is one of the most impactful ways of improving your overall health. And although there are plenty of strategies to begin implementing, one that is at the top of the list is your bedtime. When you choose to go to bed each night has a significant impact on both the quality of sleep you have and the benefits you gain from it. There is a biological clock in your body called the circadian rhythm. This rhythm is responsible for how energetic and tired you feel throughout the day and night. Timing your sleep pattern around this rhythm is extremely important for maximizing your sleeping benefits. So when should you plan to go to bed to optimize your sleep? Research shows that the best time to go to bed is between 9 and 10 p.m. It turns out that you want to time being in a deep state of restorative sleep with the energy spike of your circadian rhythm at 12 a.m. And it takes approximately two hours for your body to reach a deep restorative state and begin REM cycles. In fact, it is believed that every hour of sleep before midnight is worth two hours of sleep after midnight. Consistency also plays a huge role in your ability to fall asleep and the quality of sleep you get. Your body prefers to go to sleep and wake up at the same times every day. This is why it's important to stick to your bedtime on most days and why waking up early on the weekends will actually give you more energy than sleeping in. So Pax, maximize your health by optimizing your sleep. Consistently go to bed between 9 and 10 p.m. so that you are ready to accelerate your king in the gloom. Kitty and Repito, I know you boys like an early bedtime. Keep up the good work, men. This has been Bones guiding the packs of F3 Nation on their hunt for wellness. Gotta go. I know you're probably sitting over there taking notes and then throwing them right out the goddamn window. <laughs> Because you got a little blessing number three coming, and none of that applies to you in the next few weeks, my friend. Uh, I always, it was funny when you know you have your first kid. Everybody's like, "Get your sleep now," and you're like, "Yeah," because I can bottle right. it up, moron. Yeah. Um, but I will tell you, I am a hundred percent lockstep with what he's saying because absolutely, there are times where I will say, "I got stuff to do tonight," and the kids need to go to bed. But I register within myself that says, "I'm going to bed when they go to bed," and yep. I go to bed at eight o'clock some nights. Yep. And some nights yep. it's 11, but I'm in that 9 to 9.30 range, especially yep. if I'm consistent in that, then brother, I'm consistent in getting up and getting my feet on the carpet in the morning. Yes, sir. Yeah, I'm consistent in that 9.45, 10 at the latest uh, time frame. And then, you know, it's 4.45 or 5 and whatever it is. And I know that amount works for me. And he's 100% right on the weekend thing. Those days where you let the clock, and every now and then, by all means, recharge the batteries. I get it. But man, I find if I... If I routinely have some weekends where it's later in the morning on the get up and oh, I'll go run later, groggy, grog yeah. city. It, it takes to get the sludge moving. And I, I appreciate yeah. weekend time. Saturdays, I'm usually out 
if I can make it yep. Sundays, I still get up and have those couple hours before everybody else wakes That's up. That's nice, isn't it? Mm-hmm. A little time mm-hmm. to reflect, right? A little time Thanks, to drink coffee if you're into that sort of thing. Absolutely, Bones. All right, let's have the nation turn its uh, satirized to some news and hate to have to do this uh, this week, but it has been placed uh, before us and been placed in our hearts. And so we have to lift up our brother, Steve Vaughn, who we lost this last week. Uh, F3 name is Double Tree, and uh, Steve passed away, uh, had COVID complications. Double trouble. Um, and so double. terrible, terrible news. Uh, hospital name Steve Vaughn, F3 name Doubletree, wife, two kids. And so, guys, just I've seen the men out of F3 Metro on Twitter talking about it and, and asking for a lift up there. And and so just ask that you please, please uh, put the Vaughn family on your heart this week and and lift up our brother as he, as he uh, makes his journey home uh, to the Lord. Hate, hate that that happens. was sad reading about it. Uh, over the weekend and, and even seeing the packs, you know, offer up some memorial and some thoughts and, and memories of them and guys talking about having spent time with them out in the gloom and that events. And and so we just lift up the entire Vaughn family and, and all that they must be going through uh, this week and in the coming weeks and months. Yeah. It's never easy. Mm. No, sir. No, sir. It thoughts with is those, not. those family, lot, his man. family and those packs that are close to yeah. him. And, and listen, it, it, that, that is a, it is terrible news. And, and, um, and so obviously we'll pray for his family and, you know, it's just, it's a lot, it's a lot to handle, man. You know, it's been a, it is, it has been a long year and it, and it weighs on you. All these things continue uh, to weigh on us. The beauty of what this F3 thing has become, hopefully for many of us, is a chance to remember that we lock shields with more than just ourselves and we've got other people to lean on. So in fact, you know, we're in the month of February. Now we get into March here uh, quicker than most months. And we got the short month here and and across the F3 nation, March is a time where we take time and we do it all the time, but to really focus in on what we call mental battle month. And so a tip of the cap goes to drop throw on the men over at F3 mental battle who have been spearheading that effort. In fact, Drop throws on the line today. He's got an update for us about the upcoming mental battle month coming up in March. So take it away, Thrill. What's up, guys? It is Drop Thrill back again. I uh, got some mental battle updates for you. So we got brand new gear this year, um, and it is live now on the Mug Gear site. Go, so go to at battle on Twitter, and you can find that tweet right there at the top uh, with the link. Also, we've got a brand new mental battle uh, workout coming for next month. Uh, March is mental battle month, and uh, we've got a brand new workout coming from from the original founders of the mental battle. Um, Orobi and Miyagi are working on that right now, and I'm supposed to be putting my eyeballs on it pretty soon. So I uh, look forward to that as well, and I'll be getting more information to you as soon as I've got it. So uh, with that, i got to go. The thrill is gone. Thrill is gone. See you, brother. All right, we got three Later, T man. claps. Three T claps to get to. Four. Four T claps. Good Lord. Tres or cuatro T claps. Four T T claps to get to. Uh, first one, coming out of Swamp Rabbit. You know where Swamp Rabbit is? I do. Greenville, South Carolina? The left side of the state. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, so Swamp Rabbit, uh, note from those guys, 64 men turned out for the eighth anniversary of Maine Thang this morning. Happy retirement to Rooster 99 and a big thanks for all our work in the area of F3. And so love seeing that. Love seeing a big group of guys like that. Got to give a T-clap to the men up in Long Island. They had yeah. a big uh, convergence over the weekend. The five points, man. It was a lot of 
Gangs of New York references. I know there's a lot of good, uh, a lot of good memes going back and forth. Oopsie Daisy. Great, I love such that. a great um, flick. They had a bunch of guys though that came together. I think New Jersey guys came up. I think some Philly guys were there. So a bunch of guys came together and uh, hope continued success for the men of Long Island as they are through their first year of official F three miss. The dig out begins. Oh yeah, oh yeah, hemming it up. This comes to us uh, from Gold Rush T claps to the Twitterless Hall Pass. Uh, who was awarded Administrator of the Year for his local high school. So we love seeing that, F3 yeah. man. And congrats yeah. on being Twitterless. I, right. I applaud that. I got two accounts. <laughs> I got one. <laughs> and then all these other ones that we're working on. It's too much sometimes. <sighs> and then I tweeted this. We're not going to play it on the air, but you guys need to go check it out. So I tweeted it this morning, F3 Norwood. So what I've asked for, and if you guys hear me, please send it to me. Email me, hellokitty at F3Nation.com. I want video clips of guys before a beatdown saying the mission. Now, they got to nail it, right? They got to mm-hmm. nail the actual saying of it. But I need video clips of it for something. It's not super top secret, but something I'm working on. And I want you guys to be a part of it. Much like at the beginning of this show, when you hear the different voices during their COTs, mm-hmm. I'm working on something where I need a couple of guys nailing the mission on video so I can see and hear you. But Norwood, <laughs> F3 Norwood is a lunatic. All right. And he recorded us one. And it's hilarious. I'll have to go look at it as soon as we get done recording. I haven't seen it yet. I'll say it was a modified mission statement. I'll just leave it at that. Tweeted it this morning, so I encourage you guys to go uh, check that out as well. But nice. have had me slapping my knee. It's okay. <laughs> well, verified knee slapper, huh? Yes, sir. All right. I would assume you got something with some power for me today. Well, in a locked and loaded for sure. Power sort of setting me up there. Um, Yeah. I've always got something in the holster. But yes, um. So I, I pulled a quote this week thinking about a little bit selfishly about a couple of things that I'm working on. Um, and the the notion of which I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, but do I recall correctly, your one word for this year is perseverance. Is that endurance. right? Endurance. Endurance. Close. Ah, that's endurance. All right. But I was, I somehow found it on, on my brain piece and my heart about mm-hmm. steadfastness okay. and perseverance and was looking for a quote for that. And little, little habits, little things along the way, how can, you know, yield tremendous results. Sure. And it's a simple stated fact um, from a guy named James Clear, who wrote a book called uh, Tiny Changes, Remarkable Results, uh, something he refers to as atomic habits. I love it. And so his quote is, I accumulated small but consistent habits that ultimately led to results that were unimaginable when I started. So I like that. I yeah. like that because some of the things we set out to do in accelerating ourselves across um, ourselves, the four quadrants, right? Yep. And so it can seem daunting. And you and I have had some offline conversations about identifying the places to put the most focus and effort mm-hmm. as opposed to trying to put maximum effort across five different things. Let's, right. let's align you can't do priorities. It. You can't do it where focus goes, energy flows, right? And exactly. you can only push it in so many different directions. So getting, getting to the point where you've figured out sort of some tier one yep. and then t- in the tier two type yep. um, levels of effort on, on certain things will build that road, right? That we talk about a lot. So small habits could yield unimaginable. And so don't think about the end process as being too far or too great a challenge to get to, or you're never going to get there. Um, start small um, and, and keep building. So. If you've never run a 5K, a 10K, a half marathon or a marathon, 
you can't go run one. I mean, I guess you could. You shouldn't go run one tomorrow. Why mm-hmm. don't you got you to put pieces in place? You've got some massive action you want to accomplish in your life, your career, your marriage, all these different things. That massive action is going to take certain strategic steps along the way. And that's even going to take tactics that are going to be part of that overall strategy. Little pieces are steps up the mm-hmm. ladder or steps down the 43 feet right. to get to what that ultimate goal is. The, the flip side of that is little negative daily habits to step you back for all the good right. ones you're doing, right? Every time that something creeps in, the jester creeps in, grab this donut, grab this right. soft drink, watch this video you shouldn't be watching, right? All those little steps come in. They pull you away from that positive growth yep. going forward. So the flip side, again, to your point on positive habits, I love the atomic habit mindset, right? And making them all just part of what you do. Right. Only helps and, and also re- recognizing that this is not a, this is a no OYO situation, right? That's so your right. shield lock is in place That's to right. help put in those guardrails and help build that road for you. And then you are playing that role for somebody else as well. And that you are not trying to make significant life changes and life choices and all these other things by yourself. No. You're not going to be successful can, that way. Can I, can I be, can I thank the absolute maker that I've woken up this day? Can I work today to ensure I'm physically fit I'm the strongest I can be emotionally and spiritually for my family. And I'm the best leader, employee, manager, whatever for my work. And I'm having some positive impact in my community. It's four areas right there. I think that was four. That just takes little steps every single day. Mm-hmm. You can't get there tomorrow, right? Got to put the work in. Right. And nor should you expect to. So don't set right. yourself up for some un- wildly you know, immediate instant gratification. That's not what this is about. Mm-mm. All right, men of F3 Nation, if another man doesn't tell you this today, we love you. The nation yep. loves you. And why don't you please go out there and get the heck after it? Get after it. This has been the COT Podcast, connecting the packs of F3 Nation to something bigger than themselves. Please rate and review the show and share it with your F3 brothers, friends, family, and sad clowns who might need a little F3 in their lives. Follow all things F3 on Twitter at F3 Nation and follow our show at F3 COT Podcast. I'm Brian Jodis, 39. Hello, Kitty. And I'm Jamie Roseborough, 37. Rapido. And this has been the COT Podcast.